And although the doctor's report said he was bleeding from every orifice, they were convinced <laughs> there was nothing to do with the boost drinks that he yeah. consumes 14 pints of. No boost again. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your boost man of the match? Uh, my boost man of the match was... Um, um, oh, I don't know, actually. Um... I mean, it's this. Should I go for the, I go for the um, tantalizingly underperforming? Um, uh, you know, ninety percent of the team, or should I go for the one guy that did a couple of tricks and and scored a goal? But even so, I feel still a bit underwhelmed. Which one should I go for? Okay, I'll pick one at random. Um, uh, Cooper. You didn't pick that name at random, did you? <laughs> You're so. Awfully transparent. <laughs> right, we um, right, we've we won start? a game, haven't we? we we've start? won a game. We've won a right, game. Let me say something. Let me say something. Let me say something. Let, me, say something. let me start. Let me start. I'm letting you start. Okay, couple of things to say. Mm. Um, some of the teams have spent an incredible amount of money, and they're yeah. still doing only as well as we do, and we think we're in cataclysmic freefall. Wait a minute. Um, Sorry. What? What can I? Sp- Am I sniffing optimism? No, 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 no. I'm no, just giving, no, no, right. I'm just doing sixty seconds of, of, of just cold hard facts. Cold hard yeah. facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I want to point, point towards Aston. <laughs> okay, um, I want to point towards Aston Vanilla. Yeah. Um, in as much as they've spent a horrific amount of money, uh, we've spent our fair share, but nothing compared to them, and they are currently. Um, on the same points as us, with two goals better off this season. Um, but no one is wetting themselves about them. Especially not that slack-jawed yokel um, yes. who 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 had about two good seasons um, when when it didn't matter, and now he thinks he can talk about it. I'm not even going to say his name because, frankly, my IQ drops when he talks. Um, but is he the one whose name rhymes with Bagboglahor? <laughs> you are a you are you are you are a non-celebrated genius. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's just yeah I don't think that's ever a form of genius mm. I'll tell you something I've been off the boost for two days and I'm struggling oh yeah I know I can hear you flagging I can hear you flagging so that's the first thing that's the first yeah. thing okay so that's that's um, fact zone one fact zone fact, one <laughs> fact zone one we don't have a do you want to do a do you want to do a little musical thing just just with your mouth yeah, uh, yeah. fact zone go yeah. on give me, a, give me a fact zone go on ooh fact <laughs> That's not. That's one eight hundred ladies. <laughs> is the Earth round? No, not quite. Is our sun big? Yes, but not as big as other suns. Facts. Facts zone. Facts zone. Facts zone. Facts zone. Fact zone, fact zone. Fact zone. Um, that's... So that, two. Okay. Uh, so number one. Um, we've we're got the same again. points. Yeah, we've got the same points we're, as after okay. better. Uh, well, no, it's not just that, but other teams that aren't doing too bad, we're, we're there or thereabouts. Fact two. Um, I know this is a this is a, a strange one, but mm. and and I always wonder when people say, "Oh, we're three points off of this." It's like, no, we're not, because it's contingent upon how well everyone else does. But I'm going to go with that flight of fancy for a second. Okay. If we if we if we win our next game, we could be as high as twelfth. Fact in which two. case, in which case, you'd be delighted because you have very middling standards for yourself, for your personal hygiene mostly. But yeah, you, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. but at twelve, you'd be delighted, right? I mean, 12... that's never going to happen because other teams going to get results and the rest of it. But yeah, but but twelfth is brush your teeth every other day, <laughs> shower twice a week, yeah, and lick clean your bowl. Your what? Fifty percent of the time. That's twelfth, yeah, okay. isn't it? And that's that's okay. doable. That's not disease level filth. So, the final one, which I think you'll find compelling, mm. is the results of the last six games. If you had to guess where we were in the table on the last six games, where would we be? Right. This is interesting because I <laughs> I think I've seen the same graphic that you have seen. So um, I can't. I only let- have original thoughts. Oh right, okay. So, All right, so you yeah. you have originally just just thought. Well, we are in the fact zone, aren't we? So I'm going to pretend. Fact zone, fact zone, fact zone. I'm going to pretend that I haven't seen the graphic. I don't know what I'm, graphic you're referring to. I'm going to say, ah, oh, 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 being dreadful, aren't we? 
I bet we're I bet we're only just above Norwich. <laughs> so we're eighth in the last six games. That's remarkable, actually. I mean, it's, it, I have, as you know, an eye, a strategic eye for analysis, mm. football analysis. Yeah. That that tells me. Tell me if I'm wrong. Just how terrible this league is at the minute in terms of quality. You're not a um, fan of the Premier League, and this is one of the things that I've realised about you. Mm. You enjoyed the Championship more than you're letting on. Um, and I'll I tell you why enjoy, I think this I is. Did, I didn't enjoy trying to get out of it, but you're right. Go on. I think you're a man who loves a certainty. <laughs> I think you like anchor points in your life, and I think a lot I like, of I'm do. a man that likes six games of football in ten days. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, literally. Um, but the the I think I think the 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 unpredictability of the Premiership is a narrative that we are unable to deal with. Yeah, the Premiership yeah. in the past has been predictable. You know what's yeah. going to happen. Whereas actually, the form guide, yeah, it just throws that out the window. It is brilliant seeing Spurs down at the bottom of it, isn't it? Mm. It's is absolutely brilliant to see us above the scum. And why does it feel different? It's interesting. So you're so fact zone one mm. was about perception. <laughs> yeah. Aston Villa are on the same points as us and nobody's crowing about ah second season syndrome or you know, whatever about them. Fact zone two was for me I've forgotten what it was. <laughs> what was it? It it was about um it was about the fact that uh, we're only a few points off of mid-table. Fact Zone 2 was again all about perception. And it was about, in a lot of ways, the conversation that fan bases around us are all having. That actually at this stage, three points is still almost... It's, it's a weird... Three points is, is almost worth more than the three mm, points. Mm. Because of, of well, how precious they are. We're going to talk about Burnley, but yeah. And then Fact Zone 3 again goes back to perception. So I think what we're realising is that we're living in some sort of strange parallel dimension where where this this league that we're in at the moment just doesn't feel right. You know the other thing that really struck me? Fact zone four. Bonus fact. We are only four points off what our total was at this stage last season. Yeah. The thing is, the thing about all this is you can make data make say whatever you want, can't you? And so... Not in the fact zone. Not in the fact zone, you can't. You can. You can. Oh, right. Because we're not got the same fixtures as last year. That's true. Talk to to me at the end of December. And then when we've gone on a a five match losing run, and you go, (laughs) you know. I mean, December is gnarly, isn't it? I think we need to get to 20 points by the end of November. Otherwise, we're going to be in trouble. I'll tell you what December is. December is when. When the lights in the club turn on and the person you've been talking to who you think is a solid yeah. 7 out of 10 yeah. immediately plummets to a 2. That feeling yeah. of slight nausea, um, being ashamed of yourself that it's still going to happen. <laughs> um, but also with the light now being shone on the situation that yeah. other people can see what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, December's um, the, feels the, a little bit like that. We're the, exposed. Uh, disinf- the disinfectant of light. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's weird. Rodrigo in the corner, just happy that he's got us into the club. <laughs> okay, we can't do it, go down that rabbit hole. Again. No, no. So no. listen, 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 listen. I guess if we were sat here with no points from today, we'd be gutted. My analysis of the game is pretty straightforward, and then I'll let you jabber on aimlessly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sounds about right. Rafinha's goal was really good, made out of nothing. People are claiming that Dan James set him up for it. I, I'm not sure. I think they need, I think when someone sets you up, it has to be that they pass to you and then you shoot and then you score. It can't yeah. be they pass to you, you take fourteen touches, smack it yeah. to the bottom corner, yeah. and then they go. If it wasn't for me, you know, whatever. Yeah. But anyway, so I'm going to put it out there. I'm not happy with Dan James. I'm not happy with what he what he brings to the table. I'm not happy with Harrison today at all. I'm not happy with a whole bunch of stuff. I'll let you blather on in a minute about that. That's number one. Yeah. Number two. The goal they scored wasn't even a championship goal. It was League One, and even then, you'd be disappointed. Yeah, I, I don't know how you can be out jumped effectively on just in front of the the penalty spot 
in your own box from a corner. Mm. I just don't know what the training is for that to be that bad. It felt familiar, didn't it? Conceding that that yeah. sort of goal. How many of them did we concede in the last couple of years? Yeah. yeah uh, totally, but but totally. last season, for some reason, we seemed to sort of... Urente uh, seemed to it. give us a bit more of a strike, gave us a bit more of a strength yeah. there, really. But yeah, that um, was it was dire. And the winning goal, I want to believe... That that was world class. It wasn't. It was a mistake by um, crawling goal. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I look at it. I watched it. I felt it go in. Mm. I felt everything about it. But I kept thinking, um, we deserve to win. Just, but that that's you know when you watch football and they go, that goal deserves to win the match. Yes, that's the least kind of goal. Yeah, yeah. to win a yeah. match. And it, if anything. It means I leave the victory thinking, well, still on square one. And okay, okay, so we've got three more points. I still don't know how we're going to play next match. I still don't know who's going to do well. I, I kind of know who's going to do badly. I can tell you mm. now, but we've only got about 13 players in the squad, so it doesn't really matter <laughs> um, if people play badly. It's interesting. I was listening to Sky Sports this week. Ooh. And um, yeah. I, uh, um, yeah. Ear on the ground. And they were, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, very dipping into Murdoch's purse. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they were talking about Leeds, and they were talking about small squads and stuff. Yeah. And it's something I never really thought about before. Hmm. And I guess it's there's two sides to every coin. Having a small I mean, squad—that's that's that a you, fact, right there. I mean, <laughs> if we're living in the fact zone, yeah, that's fact. There, are, there, there, there are two side, sides to yeah. every coin. Yeah. Um, but if you have a small squad. And that means that you're investing in players that emotionally you engage with them. You're telling them, listen, we have yeah. we have a way of playing which is so idiosyncratic to who we are as individuals mm. that I've sculpted this formation around you. Now, number one, that's a lie because we've got players that play in any position according to the whim of that weekend. But also what it yes. means is that it means you can't drop anyone. It, it, means, it means that you're... It means that people know they're going to play. Now, it, tell me, again, I'm not a footballing man, so to speak, but talk to me about the philosophy of um, knowing you're going to play every match. Because for me, as a sportsman from a different sport, other than football, mm. that, would, that would make me deeply uncomfortable. I kind of, it's almost like, you know, when you're in a relationship um, and no matter what you do, you'll be loved. Mm. And it's like, well, I may as well not bother anymore. You, you kill the relationship because yeah. if, they, if there's no condition to your being a part of that, then you just throw it to the wall and say, "Well, what's the worst going to happen? I'm going to play 38 matches this season. If I, if even if I put a foot wrong, could we could we shine the spotlight on Harrison to sort of explore? Uh, because it is funny. Harrison last season surprised us all by his. He did what he he'd done in the previous two seasons, which was he ran an awful lot, and he ran very quickly. Mm. He ran mm. quite often with the ball straight to the corner, and then thought about what he needed to do with it. But last season he mixed in with that some really good goals and some really incisive assists. So there was the sense that last season he was developing a bit of a footballer's brain. And and last season, in fairness, I can't say there was any great challenge to his position. Whereas this season, it feels like, like you've just described, it feels like he almost knows he's undroppable. He also mm. knows that he's now got the long-term contract with Leeds. He's not going back to Man City. He was never going back to Man City. But there was that sort of, the unspoken thing is he was on loan again and again and again. Now he's with us. It's literally like we signed Harrison from season one, except mm. we're not actually playing in the championship. Do you remember we'd get so frustrated with Harrison season one? We'd say, "Well, he's an athlete. He's he's got such speed. He's got he's got an amazing first touch. He he he's he's actually got quite quick feet, but he doesn't think like a footballer." And it mm. was made painfully obvious by the fact that every time Pablo Hernandez picked up the ball, he he just he sort of flowed with the game. And there was a sense that he was seeing things two or three seconds before it was happening, whereas Harrison was literally reacting to what was in front of him. 
And then he developed in season two. And then season three, we saw, we saw, wow, here we go. Like, it seems like he's, he's reaching the summit. It's another player that Bielsa has taken to like the, the very limits of their ability and even further. Then this season. Now, is it, is it that he's undroppable? Is it that his confidence has, has got really low? I, I don't know what it is that can explain why he's suddenly become so bad at making footballing decisions. And, you know, he almost gave a goal away for us today. That, mm. that moment where he just stopped thinking and passed the ball back. Um, I think it was to Pukki, wasn't it? Who, who, who it, it took a foul from Leon Cooper to stop him getting through, which was almost well, listen, a penalty anyway. Let me put two things out there. Okay, then we'll move on to talking about today's game. First things first, I tweeted earlier on about um, he had uh, Leeds United had, had tweeted um, with Harrison's goal that he scored against Newcastle last year, where he ran mm. the length of the pitch and tonked it to the top corner. Yeah, and I, I put I put something out there, and I'm going to ask you this question. Okay, um, number one, what's happened to Harrison? And yeah. number two, is there an uncomfortable decision to make before the end of the season in regards to him? Now, just before you answer that, mm. I would say two things. Number one, James obviously plays in the same position as him. Yeah. Um, and secondly, do you think there's any? Do you think there's anything about the psychology of winning? So we were winning a lot last season. It's it's nice to play football and or any sport when you're winning repeatedly, um, because then it turns into how much you're going to win by as opposed to how are we going to win. Yeah. And I think that that might be a problem. And secondly, just put put the lid on the idea of the training ground atmosphere of last season um, for for serious matches, um, as opposed to baying crowds, screaming and shouting, and the rest of it. Go. Am I in the question zone? <laughs> yes, yes, you are. All right. Um... <laughs> All right. <laughs> 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 I feel the pressure. Um, no, yeah. I, I just, I just think, I think the crowds are address, a big address thing. all those things. Address all those things. Go on, the crowd. Okay, well, the crowd. First of all, I think the Elland Road crowds. We've spoken about this before. There's a certain type of player who, who, who just shrinks when it comes to playing in front of the Elland Road and the Leeds fans. I think it's more mm. than that as well. I don't think it's necessarily just playing in Elland Road. It's it's actually realising the global nature, the absolutely massive size of our fan base, which means mm. they just can't handle it. And so, whereas the, the last season, I think in a lot of ways, some players were hidden from that and, and actually they were enjoying their sort of happy adventure in the Premiership without having to have that additional pressure on top. And I think what we're seeing is for certain certain of our players, they've not got that mentality. It feels like they're too emotionally close to the edge. So I think the crowd thing has definitely had um, an effect, absolutely. So, so, but a lot of people would, would have predicted that we would be better. And, you know, you know, the stats from last season are really interesting because people were losing at home and getting picking up points away, you know. It's mm. fascinating, really. So why is it... I think it chimes in with decision making as well. So when I think about that goal from Harrison against Newcastle at Ellen Road, mm. you know he runs, he jinks, he turns in and out, he puts his head down, and, and he wallops it. And, it. and it's a really skillful bit of play. But I think to myself, today they were th- shooting from thirty yards every time they got the bloody ball. Yeah, you know. So 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 what's the difference between what happened last season and what's happening today in terms of skill set? I guess I, the, it, I guess if we knew the answer to that, would it's the, that's the million dollar question, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think I think there's an element in which teams around us have strengthened, and mm. I, and I don't think we can say our recruitment. I think you'd be really bold to say our recruitment this summer has been absolutely fantastic. I think you'd be bold to say <laughs> our recruitment this summer has been satisfactory. It mm. really hasn't. Um, and actually, it puts a strange amount of pressure on the January window, which, which you know, if we do go into January, you know, in the relative comfort of 12th place it might actually dampen down any any chances of of any recruitment happening in January which I think I don't know whether that's a good or a bad thing but the skill set's clearly not disappeared I think you're right I think confidence is such an intangible like concept though isn't it mate like I mean how how do you measure someone's confidence because I look at Harrison and I see a guy completely and utterly devoid of any confidence whatsoever but he's done this before and so where Man City shrewd to get rid of him on the basis that you just you just can't rely on someone like that because yeah. you know 
the other thing as well is like confidence isn't just about on the pitch it's about how you live your life and the rest of it like you know, my, my, my question mark is did his confidence take a hit when they signed Dan James because mm. because you couldn't find a more Harrison like player than Dan James like the, if if you if you look at what both of them offer at the moment they can both run really really fast Dan James probably a little bit faster than Harrison mm. they're both fairly lightweight so not great defensively or aerially They've both got relatively quick feet, and both of them seem to struggle to find a man from across. Like even them are footballers, are they? No, it feels like they're they're sort of athletes who have been who have been blessed with some sort of quirk of genetics, some anomaly in their DNA that has meant that their legs move faster than other people's legs, and that they've got above average hand to eye coordination. And so, so what that means is they've they've and they've they've found themselves in in the right circumstances to to get into really good um, academies and that sort of thing to go. But it's really interesting when you put them next to or alongside intelligent footballers who might not be blessed with the same level of athleticism. You suddenly see, like, like I go back to Pablo Hernandez, players like that who seem to effortless, effortlessly glide through games. He you, effortlessly you see, guided through games better than you guided through the word effortlessly. I mean, it was a hard word to say, particularly yeah. when you're on a, a boost cleanse. <laughs> There's no oost in my boost at the moment. No. Um, but like, I don't. I struggle with Harrison because I feel like maybe you're onto a point where I don't think the thing to do with Harrison. I don't think Bielsa's the sort of guy who would do this anyway. Is to put an arm around his shoulder and say, "Come on, Chuck." Crack on, mate. You'll be all right. Yeah. Just keep on trying. Keep doing what I've asked you to do and do it. What he needs to be is dropped. He mm. needs to be dropped for a few games. Uh, but this is where the people that we bring on are probably under-23s players. Mm. And and it's one of those things where actually in the first, in the two games that he's dropped for, and we've, we've put in you know under-23s players, it might take them that, that those two games to acclimatise to playing in the Premiership. So their outward, their output stats might not be any better than what Harrison offers. But do they have the capacity to go on and be more? That's the question. But he looks... I'll tell you, I'll tell you there's there's a few players that look absolutely devoid of of confidence. I, Harrison looks like he's shorn of confidence. Um, Dan James, I've got to say, is not playing like a man who's who's overwhelmed with confidence. Matthias Click looks like a man who's short on confidence. Mm-hmm. I feel like Rodrigo is just on an emotional knife edge. Like I feel like every single time he has yeah. to control the ball, I mean, it's like today, his entire relationship with the Leeds fans is resting on it. Some 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 bits of the game today. I mean, it was fleeting, but he he was unplayable. And yeah. then all of a sudden, he would be coasting, and I'm like, is he choosing this behavior? Is he, is this? Yeah, mm. he's a, he's a weird he's a weird footballer, isn't he? Because every so often, like today against Norwich, a mid-table championship side if we're being generous to them he he looked every inch the 30 million pound player that we bought but but that was for a few moments in the game mm, yeah. the, the goal he scored were should is saved 98 times out of 100 i'm really glad it went in I went mental. I celebrated like everyone else. It was absolutely fantastic. But let's let's not paper over the crack that that actually that that is saved by most keep most professional keepers down to League Two, ninety eight out of a hundred times. Mm. I, I, I was so glad to see how much it meant to him. But at the same time, I was perturbed, mate, because I just feel like I feel like for all of our players, there's this this sort of I don't know. I feel like there's a a professionalism that seems to be lacking. Like I know we get, we'd probably get cross to them if it looked like mm. they didn't really care. But I, I, I'd prefer a team full of strikes who just look like they're unbothered about anything. Like, but you, it's that thing, isn't it? Professionalism was was our middle name. Yeah, it was Leeds Professionalism United last season. It was everybody knew their role. They were within an inch of where they're supposed to be. They passed their ball with on a fifty p piece to the right part of the foot. Yeah, and now it's like. You know, there was a point today when um, Harrison ran into the box. It was either Harrison or James ran into the box. I think it was Harrison, and he just passed the ball to a defender. I mean, it was a, it was a, it was a. He literally looked up, looked at this person in the face, and passed the ball to him. Mm. And mm. last season, he that that would have been abhorrent last season. This season, it's yeah. like, oh, they're trying their hardest. It's like, what what's happened to this team? 
What has I know, happened? It, it's strange, but then you go back to the fact zone and actually <laughs> we're not... Fact zone, fact zone, fact zone, fact zone. Fact zone, fact zone. We're not we're not miles and miles and miles away from 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 no. in in pure statistics where we were last season. However, mm. it feels like we are a completely different team. Like mitigations, we we've had key injuries. I I, I can't and, and it's ironic yeah. coming from us because we were Bamford's biggest critics when when we first started this podcast when we were in the championship. I but, mean that but final Bamford, third of the pitch belongs oh, to him. We we yeah. miss him so much. His press, nobody presses like him. Rodrigo doesn't even come close to pressing like him. Dan James. Do you think there's a little like bit of a trick? There's a bit of a trickle down thing about that where he just takes care of that and he sweeps from side to yeah. side. And then do you think that the rest of the team, like quite literally, looks on and th- says, "Right, that's what we're doing now." And now that you've yeah. kind of got people jogging from person to person, kind of arbitrarily doing what they're told from training, do you think the rest of the team just kind of think, mm, "Well, you know"? Do you remember when we all went mental because Scott Parker talked about trying to neutralise our scripted moves, yeah. and we were like, "We're playing free flowing football. It's heavy, heavy metal football. You know, all of this sort of stuff." Um, Last season didn't look scripted, but we know it was. You know, they were following the Bielsa patterns. This season, yeah. it feels like they're just following the, the patterns. Wrong. The script's gone wrong, but they're sticking to it. So there's typos yeah. in the script. There's words that shouldn't be there. there there's, there's stage directions that don't make sense, but they're following them anyway. And it almost feels like, because of that lack of confidence, rather than trusting themselves, it's interesting. The players who have shone are the players who, almost at points scrap the script so mm. rod so rafinha does that rodrigo when he looks really good when it's like when he decides to be a footballer he suddenly then 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 looks like a different player i think geldhart did it when he made that really yeah. impressive cameo I, is, I think you know it's one of those things isn't it like what wins football matches and and it is it individual Goals. brilliance is it is it individual brilliance out of nothing, or is it like crystalline kind of like teamwork, or is it a mixture of the two? Now, for me, last season it was that we were the sum of our parts. We we yeah. you know we were more than the sum of our parts, and and like everything was so predictable for us to watch, but unpredictable for the other teams to play against. Yeah, this season I feel like we've gone. I feel like it's. I, I feel like Bielsa's left. I feel like this is what it would be like if we had a new manager and they'd go get the ball to Rafinha and then and see what he can do or play the ball up to um Rodrigo and 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 he can pull some out of the bag. Yeah. And I I that's for me this isn't like a little bit of a, a chink in the like this is a yes. gap in the door like have a look through and this is what it'd be like if there was another manager. Yeah. Yeah. Now I don't know why it's like this but that's what it is and we we'd be bemoaning this usually and but because we've got Bielsa we're kind of saying oh well it'll come around and everything will fit back into place and there's players out injured and the rest of it but this for me feels like this who, who we're waiting out, for individual brilliance who comes out of this period so let, let, let's take this period of time now where you know we've had two wins now I mean that's mad we've had two wins in the premiership yeah. it feels like we've been playing since like 2012 in the premiership like I, I, it, two wins yeah. Who comes out of this against period, relegation fodder? Against relegation, who comes out of this period with stock that has risen? Who, well, who's, who's who's crypto in this? Well, what? <laughs> good, good work. Yeah. Um, it, it has to be. It has to be about mentality. It can't be because anybody, no one's really set the world on fire, you know. Because it, you know, when I spoke before about playing well because you're playing well and you're yeah. winning. Yeah. Um Rafinha was dynamite last year when we were winning. Like yeah. he was he was a cherry on top of the cake. Whereas at the minute he's kind of the flower. Yeah. You know, of of that cake. If you excuse the pun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Are know what that meant. Delving um, a little bit more into the, the cake analogy. Um He's the yeast. <laughs> there's no yeast in cake, you disgusting little <laughs> germ. Um no um at the minute his 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 wildness it underpins the, the, the foundations of what we're doing, which is a problem yeah. because when he doesn't play well or he plays averagely, the rest of the team look at each other and go, well, all we've got is passing. Like yeah. that's, that's all we've got. Well, let me ask you, there's two more things about today's game I want to mm. talk to you about. The first one's a fairly straightforward one. I'm going to give you 45 seconds on Cooper. Um, and then I want to talk to you about one thing that I found a little bit upsetting is um, 
at the end of the match. Obviously, Bielsa took a spill halfway through the match <laughs> when <laughs> Rafinha hilarious. bowled into him. It was, was like so someone awkward. running into your granddad, though, wasn't it? It was like someone running into your granddad outside outside the corner shop. Oh, it just felt it was one of those things where it was like, but yeah, because it was your granddad. It's like yeah. you know how like up to a certain age you get knocked over, and then after a certain yeah. age you've had a fall. It felt like <laughs> it felt like our it felt like our precious Bielsa. Maybe that could maybe that could be what you're saying that he could advertise for Stenner Stairlifts. <laughs> You've reached the age where now it's classed as having a fall. Yeah. Stenner. So, but when the final whistle went, he just stayed down and he looked at the floor. Bielsa. And it just yeah. Mm. Did you see this? Mm. He just stayed there. He had that yeah. woolly hat on, obviously, and he looked at the floor for a solid five to seven seconds, mm. and then slowly pushed himself up to his his legs and 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 cracked on. But I don't know. There was. Do you think that was a tacit <sighs> response to "That's not my lead"? Yeah, and it reminded me of of behind the scenes stuff from when we didn't come up when he was yeah. crouched down in the in the, in the, in the tunnel. tunnel. Yeah, yeah, head in hands, kind of like wondering what to do and. I don't know whether he's looking out and thinking, I'm telling them what to do. You know, it's basically the same team on the pitch. Maybe he's sitting there asking the same question as we are. Like, what's going on? Why Why is this suddenly happening? Yeah. I mean, I, I would hope that he's I'd not. like to think that, yeah, I'd hope so as well. But the thing is, you know, if if anybody had the answers to these things, then football would be finished, wouldn't it? Because yeah, there'd be I no th- intrigue and no... The thing is, he seems to be so loyal and also so dogmatic. Mm-hmm. That it's a sort of the loyalty is these are my players these are my boys he's loyal to his Leeds United that's yeah it. he's loyal to his version of Leeds United I mean he can still go crazy on the sidelines and it, it's it's but I I almost feel like I've not seen that for a while. I've not seen him explode at a player like he he was doing that last season like we'd we'd be beating Man City two one against all the odds and he'd still be exploding at a player like mm. he feels he feels a bit beaten down this season and he I wonder if in some ways that whether the squad are picking up maybe he's a bit nervous maybe there is that questioning process where he's like well yeah like like you said I've I've got my tactics which have proven to have worked previously. I've got pretty much the same players with a few additions who who I'm told by Orta are going to be better. Well, let me ask you this. Is he proven to have worked? Because one of the yes. major criticisms... Well, hang on. One of the major criticisms of him was that he took teams to a certain level and then it kind of stalled. Now, how much... Oh. Currency... How, well, hang on. How much currency would you put in the idea that... Like, let me give you a good example. Like, Leicester City. Yeah. Uh, during that one season, they were... Everything they touched turned to gold. Simple as that. Um, the season before that, they almost got relegated. Yeah. They, in fact, they staved off relegation in the final game of the season. The season after they won the championship, they did... They, the, the, the Premier League, they did really well, but nowhere near as well, obviously. Hmm. How long do you think you can go on momentum where it's out of everyone's hands? I think, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I just, I think there's no other coach in world football that can get out of that squad what Bielsa can get out of that squad, and and mm. so I think in, in in you know there's a problem with that statement, don't you? Is that it doesn't work because there are the, the top ten coaches in the world because of the nature of the game and the nature of capitalism mm. means that they would never try. No, exactly, and, and but it's it's. So, so I think about so I think about the managers who realistically we could get at Leeds if Bielsa leaves or retires or anything like that, mm. and I don't want that to happen. Like, and I think of someone like Eddie Howe, who I think is an absolute genius. You know, he's he's lived every football manager player's dream of taking a team from you know League Two up to the Premiership. Like, I, I look at someone like Eddie Howe and I think, would he be able to do what Bielsa's doing at the moment? I, I genuinely don't think he would be be able to do that. I, I think with Bielsa, we we have to have that long memory. We have to remember the team that finished the season before Bielsa took over, and where we were at and what we were doing. He he has given us so much value added that it's gone beyond the team plateauing. We've we've hit the stratosphere, mate. And yes, we may well be sort of plateauing at the moment compared to where we are, but but we're, we're plateauing in the Premiership. He took us out of the doldrums, and and he didn't do it just by buying loads of players. He did it by developing, you know, some of our, our key talent and and just making them so much more. 
The problem we've got, I really do think, is, is not necessarily in Bielsa, it's in the squad. At the moment, our squad is so thin that you need Bielsa to make it work. Yeah. That that any other manager comes in, they're like, well, I clearly need three more midfielders, another striker, and um, probably one or two more centre-backs slash right or left-backs. And it's like, well, you know, where's your shopping list? Like... Because any other manager looks at it and thinks, well, my entire bench will be under 23s players. And and yes, they're some of the most exciting talent from around the country, but they're all under 23 players. And and so I, I think ultimately the responsibility does lie with Bielsa. Of course it does. But but I don't see well, anybody doing a better job. Just just going back to um, Aston Villa for a second. Um, Dean Smith in his interview today after Aston Villa were roundly beaten by West Ham. Um, made the statement that players win football games, not systems. Uh, well, the moment. Do you agree or disagree uh, with that? Well, I automatically disagree with everything Dean Smith and that <laughs> sort of smug, lowbrow, sort of slobbing, <laughs> slobbing around. I um, imagine. Just, trying, I imagine just, just glad to pay my wages. I imagine interviewing him. You would have to be very, very at home with the um, the smell of um, pork pie pastry wafting in your face. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's my, the sensation I get. From I'll me. tell you who Dean Smith reminds me of. He reminds me a bit of Joey Barton as well. These are two guys that deliberately buy word of the day toilet paper and try to weave it into their interviews to sound like they're they're any good. <laughs> you know, like Joey Barton referring to the Holocaust because he's read that the Holocaust was a bad thing. So I'll use that as an analogy for 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 a thing. But it's like it, you clearly don't have the wit or intelligence to actually be able to use it in context. Dean Smith, every time he opens his mouth, I just think you are a PE teacher who can't get a DBS and therefore work with children. Yeah. 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 Listen. So I disagree. Now you've just, now you've just, okay, fair enough. Um, you got your 45 seconds on Cooper go. I'm going to spend my 45 seconds talking about what I spoke about last week. Touching yourself. No, I just, uh, I, I, I cannot, I cannot believe that he's gone straight onto social media immediately mm. after the game. Explain, explain that because some people might not have seen it. Oh well, so LUFC data tweeted an image of of Cooper embracing one of his teammates. I think it's Shackleton, isn't it? And something like talk about the passion or something. He's then commented on that. Um, and he's sworn in it as well. And it's, you know what it is? It's the substitute teacher trying to be down and cool with the kids. You know, it's like, hey guys, I know you don't really want to learn English, but you know, I'm going to teach you anyway. You know, it's going to be great. You know, it, it felt a little bit like that. And then he's commented on what was a reasonable point from one of the other fans in a online social media context with a sort of a comeback, a sort of a, mm-hmm. what he thinks is a witty comeback. I'm like, how on earth is he engaging in this minutes after he's come off that game? That, to me, when we talk about professionalism, he's throwing it out the window. Um, you- I, every time I see him play as well, he just puts the fear in me. He's grabbing people in the box. He's throwing yeah. himself to the ground. He, he's not acting with the dignity and poise that you need of a club captain. Like Stroik, mm. Stroik, I would if, if if I didn't know who our club captain was, I would probably be saying, probably not on today's. It was one of his weaker games, Urente. I would probably say on the balance, oh, Urente is our club captain, isn't he? Or Phillips is our club captain, isn't he? Or or Stroik is our club captain. Never mm. in a million years would I pick out Cooper because I can see how nervous everybody else is around him. You know, he almost gave away a penalty. I know it was Harrison's first, uh, it was a bad pass from Harrison first. But then it's like, well, of course Cooper's then gone and fouled them. It, it, it's it's football that doesn't belong in the Premiership. And unfortunately, last season it was being exposed. And our greatest run of games was when we had Urente and Stroik at centre-back. Mm. And against Arsenal, when we had Urente and Stroik at centre-back, we were saying to Jim, our sound man, this is our, this is our strongest centre-back partnership. Guess what happens? We take Urente off. We can see two goals. It, it's you know, and it, it's it's one of those things that he he still lacks what I think is is the most important part of being club captain, which is to be undroppable. But unfortunately, Bielsa seems to think he is undroppable. I think we've got better centre backs. Okay, um, cameo from Forshaw today. Um, some people are getting it a little bit wrong with him. I think um, we're missing a central midfield. So anyone. 
that has CM next to their name <laughs> 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 yeah. looks like they're doing an okay job. What do you think of what do you think of Fortal today? I, th- I think it was okay. It didn't set me on fire. I thought it was okay. It was nice to see someone actually playing in midfield to stop people running through it. Let's let's separate the man and the concept. The man, I'm delighted to see him playing. Like he he's obviously been through quite a well, he's not been through a tough time. He's been you know posting a pretty handsome wage actually that most of us would be quite happy with whilst he's been in convalescence. But actually, like it's great to see him back playing. The concept mm. for me is the worst thing. The fact that we didn't sign a central midfielder mm. in the summer window, and then we were told. And by Radziani. Angus Kinnear and Radziani and all that. Well, Forshaw coming Maybe. back is like our, yeah. our, a brand new signing anyway. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's he's a big, big gamble, even for our under-23s. Like, he's got biscuit legs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fig roll Forshaw is what I call him in my yeah. house. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, mean, I don't even think he's got a crunch in there. I think it's just a it's a very, very like lazy yawn yeah. of a fig roll. It's yeah, not, yeah. It's, yeah. There's no snap. There's yeah. no snap. That's been out in the sun a little bit too long. Now, listen. One thing that was interesting is um we've had Barry on the line again. Oh. And um he's 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 he called us when he was out trick and treating tonight. Oh was it? Um yeah, yeah. And so um He's got a few opinions, uh, mostly about Cooper. So, yeah. you know, usual story. But um, he, again, he, he talks about us and he talks about the result today. And just before we go to Barry, um, give us a quick prediction. Again, you've got 30 seconds. Um, Leicester City, next. We're going to be, in, incidentally, we're going to be talking with, uh, with another podcast about um, Leicester City. So um, look out for that. But, Tell me again, thirty seconds. What we're gonna? What's the score gonna be? What, what are you? What we're gonna see? It's interesting. I genuinely don't know. Just because Leicester are going through a bit of a weird malaise themselves, man for man, their their squad is is so much. There's so much more depth. There's so much more quality. Um, I feel like they're more streetwise than we are, and I feel like they're able to get themselves out of the doldrums more effectively than we're able to get out of the doldrums. So mm. I think it, it could be, unfortunately, a 2-0 Leicester. However, Ooh. they have been on the back of some strange results and, and we could actually think about pick something is, up against them. The thing about Leicester is that, unfortunately, you know, they got beaten by Arsenal 2-0. Arsenal played particularly well. But, you know, if, if you boiled it down to chances and you boiled it down to opportunities... There was a really strong shout that they could have had two all, yeah. And that's what worries me is yeah. that they create, 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 yeah, create. absolutely. And even if they have players like Vardy didn't play well, but they just created, created, created. Yeah, and it just worries the hell out uh, of me. But yeah, they've they've probably got three players who can win you the game, whereas we've got one. And yeah. and, and I think that for me will probably be the difference. However, if they turn up. At their own home stadium, isn't it? Or is, is it back at Ellen Road? No, I think it's in Leicester, isn't it? Uh, but if they if they turn up to the game in in a, a sort of a strange mentality, I think we could we could do quite well. I would say if we get a result against Leicester, I think that's massive. No, because then Ellen that's Road. back. To, that's oh, it's Ellen Road. I, I think yeah. that's that would be massive because then you've got back to back victories. Turner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got back to back victories at that point, haven't you? In front of the fans, we will probably be fourteenth at that point. Fifteenth, yeah. we're yeah. a distance away. You can rely on the bottom two at least to 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 fall short. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, it, it gaps start opening. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, not being funny, but we've seen Leicester at their best. We've seen them at their tepid worst. Because the thing is, Leicester don't capitulate anymore. No, um, they no. they still stick in. They're tepid at their worst. At yeah. their best, they're unplayable. Yeah, at their um, best, they're a top four club. Um, yeah. I, I don't think the Leicester of this season is a top four club. It'd be interesting to see what the recruitment's like in in January and next summer. Um, it's an interesting one. I I, I don't. It, it depends entirely on what Leicester turns up. I think I think there's a two thirds chance that the Leicester that turns up will be too good for us. So if it's the streetwise Leicester. They'll be too too strong for us if it's the Leicester in their full pomp. Thing is, things they'll things, be too good things, for us. Things that worry me are the fact that Leicester's midfield is quality, absolute quality. Yeah, um, that's where the match is going to be won and lost as well, isn't it? Apart Tillman's, from like, Tillman's could beat us by himself. Yeah, just uh, t- just t- in t- Tillman's vacuum. v Cooper. Tillman's v Cooper. But, at full full but flight. Just the, the the vacuum that exists within our team, and then him 
in DD. Oh, okay. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that at a later mm. time. Like I say, we're we're um we're going to be talking with a Leicester Leicester fan TV about that. So uh, we'll come we'll come back to that. We'll come back to that. So here we go. This is um this is Barry from Beeston, and uh, he's called in and he's left this on the answer phone. So um. This is what he had to say about today's match. Once again, he's out Halloweening, as they say, trick or treating. So, um, um, that's that's what some of the background issues are. Please leave your message after the tone. You know that, lads. Barry here, just checking in after that fabulous performance, lads. Unbelievable scenes. Now I've seen some good teams in my time in the Premiership. You know, back to the glory days, Viduka, all of that lot going on. But I tell you what, I've never seen a team as cohesive and as, you know, skillfully impressive as that Norwich side. And you know what? I think we're going to win the league after that victory because there's been at least two other teams that have gone to that team over this year and haven't picked up the full three points. You know what I mean, lads? You know, and I'm a tactician. You know I'm a tactician. And I I looked at that team and I just thought, you know what? And you know what, lads? Any other fan that has anything, anything to say, there's even a little bit negative. They're a plastic mate. They're a plastic pal. You know? And, and you can't say anything about Captain Cooper. Captain Cooper's leads and he knows he is. Inside out. He bleeds leads. He bleeds leads. And I'm a tactician. I told you that. Anyway, I'm out trick-or-treating at the moment. I'm absolutely buzzing, lads. I've had four boosts. Leeds won today. I've stolen candy off about four kids as it's going. Anyway, here's another one. Anyway, hold on. Come back here. Give me that. Give me that. Back. Stupid little... He's crying. <laughs> He's dressed like a little devil. Yeah. Not enough to stop you there, is it? Yeah. Oh, anyway, it's West Yorkshire Police on the way. Anyway, they had a, have a little word with me. Because, uh, uh, as you know, I've been sending you some uh, fairly tasty images uh, online. Um, just to show you how much I hate both of you. Honestly, every time I hear your voices, it just makes me... The, the, wife, the wife's left me. The wife's left me, because all I talk about is you two. Honestly, the last thing both of you are going to see is my face over the top. Anyway, I've got to stop because the West Yorkshire are on their way. They want to have a little chat. Apparently, the little devil is a grass. He's a grass, lads. No, I didn't do anything. Yeah, no, this is my sweets that I've seen. Anyway, lads, got to go. Ta-da! There we have it. Barry, that spoke as usual. Obviously, I, he's I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he's a healthy man. No, he's not well. Hey, listen. I hate saying stuff like this, but you know our executive producer, Jim. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, self-proclaimed, S- self-proclaimed uh, executive producer. He's an Arsenal fan, isn't he? Yeah, we're we're gonna do a, a watch along um, or some junk like that um, in when Leeds play Arsenal. Not on some Mickey Mouse Cup. What was no. it? The Boost Cup? It's the Boost Cup or something? Wasn't it? What was? What no, was no, it? it's Boost. Boost Greatest Rivals. Oh, Red Bull. Can I tell you something? I have never, ever seen anybody drink anything from Carabao. Like, no. is it actually a drinks company? Has what anyone actually ever seen anybody drink anything from Carabao? Is that, is that how you pronounce it, Carabao? Um, I think so. It's what I've Jeff Stelling it. pronounces it as. I um, was standing outside Thresher's not too long ago. <laughs> what are you laughing at? I was standing outside Thresher's. And um, I actually saw. Was that the one next door to Waitrose? I actually saw. Um, I actually saw a couple of homeless fellas drinking Carabao apple, a sour apple drink or something. <laughs> it must have been stronger than the special brew or you know, or bleach. Or, I don't know, but um, that's well, you know, the only time I've ever seen anyone drink it. There's only one drink for us, Stu. Imagine being homeless and high on sugar. Ah, oh, tea. Oh, you brought us down there. Got maudlin. You know what, can, can I just say, I'm feeling a bit maudlin after that game. Yeah. Like, we were both saying just, just before I we came like... on, like, it, it just, I feel like, sort of, uh, a, a sort of a, a, I, a strange pause is coming over. Can I clever it up for a moment? Mm. I feel like when teams play well, and when there's a, there's a narrative that's built, and within that narrative, there's a thick kind of cohesive thread that holds the games together, mm. in which case there is no kind of second guessing about protagonists and about systems and the rest of it. And I feel like everyone's gone home tonight. People have got opinions about whether we were good or bad or indifferent. Yeah. 
but then what we do is we all buy our lottery ticket and then we turn up to the next one yeah. and we think yeah. in the first five or ten minutes I wonder what team's going to turn up and the worst insult you can say to about a football team is the likes of Arsenal and the rest of it um, I wonder which one's going to turn up yeah yeah. Um, and unfortunately against Leicester we could win 2-0 with a really solid performance and a couple of goals from our flair players Yeah. or it could be a cricket score in the other way Yeah. and they would get, we'd get taken apart by our limbs Unfortunately, it feels like the latter is more probable. You gave it sixty-six percent chance <laughs> a minute ago. Um, but it just feels more probable because there's yeah. no narrative. There's no narrative. I'm happy with the narrative of player out of form, player injured, blah blah. blah. As long as the core of the team mm. is still telling mm. the same story, mm. there's no story this year. No, that's, and that's interesting. what we're waiting for. When people say, when yeah. people say, has our season started? What they're really saying is, has the story started? Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. you're absolutely right. We're in the poorly written prologue. Yeah, yeah, that, and we've that's not got that's... started yet. And you know what? You know, maybe maybe the signifier of a poor team is that you don't have a narrative. What's Newcastle's narrative? You yeah, know, what's Norwich's? Apart yeah. from borrowed what's, stories from the past. What's interesting is also like a major part of the narrative is those moments. So Harrison's goal against Newcastle, that yeah. was part of the narrative, wasn't it? When we when mm. we look back at um at Pablo's amazing goal that basically got us promoted, that that's that's I think it was against Swansea, wasn't it? That it's folklore, isn't it? That that's it. Yeah, that's the shared identity. This season, mm. like I think maybe Rafinha's goal that he scored today was important. Um but immediately undercut by the fact that we conceded oh. a, a League One goal, and like you know, but but like if that then jettisons in, us into back-to-back victories or maybe more, then maybe we begin to look back at that as the start of the narrative. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, but well, I listen, think that's a really interesting point. But yes, yeah, this what the is sign, our season? A sign of a poor narrative is it's easily forgettable. Yeah. So I don't remember what happened during the Watford match. I don't remember. I'm starting to forget almost immediately what happened against Arsenal in the Cup. Yeah. I can't really remember the opening of the season. And that's the point, isn't it? Is it's easily forgettable. Whereas last year, I could take you through each match. Yeah. And not just not just because we're in lockdown either. No. <laughs> I could take you through. Yeah, it was sort you know, of the like... The epiphany of Bamford, you know, etc. Yeah. Et you sort of yeah. had that sort of like eagle-eyed vision, didn't you? There was a sort of a technical yeah. nature of it. I'll tell you what I do remember from this season, and that's Geldhart's um, sort of impact. And and and, and I, it's just one of those but things. What that, is that narrative? The narrative of being rescued. Yeah, that's yeah, what that is. yeah. Which we don't. It's not scraping that you a point want, is it? against wolves. Yeah. So so anyway, we're kind of that is maudlin. That is maudlin. It is maudlin. The booster's worn off, hasn't it? For both of us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hate doing stuff like this, but as I said to you a second ago, our executive producer, he's the man with the money. He's the man with the purse strings. Um, he's told me to say, if you like this, then um. Could you subscribe to our podcast, please? And um, and and like when we do things, go on to Apple and press five stars, and then write write things like um, wowzers. Um, or I I yeah. I would like to chime in at this point and say mm. if mm. you like this, and if yeah. you have listened to this point, I'll send you a boost in the post. I mean that's true. You can't get rid of them. They keep sending them <laughs> to you. Um, yeah. I judge you slightly. Yeah. I judge you slightly yeah. because I am. I don't know about you, but I'm. I'm fully ashamed of quite a lot of what we produce. I would like it if people that listen to this would get in ch- touch to say um, which one of us you prefer. Oh, whether it's me, <laughs> yeah. whether it's me, the funny kind of steady yeah. hand at the wheel, yeah, the yeah. intelligent, the yeah, sort yeah. of erudite, or, yeah, or the, the kind of like I, I, I'll tell you now because you're ugly. Yeah, the ugly. Yeah, in more um, ways than one. Stupid, yeah. immoral. Yeah. Um, let's face it. Like, you find his name on a register of some variety somewhere. Vacillatory. Um, <laughs> people so have try- used that he's word. He's trying to. He's he's got a dictionary in his hand. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 yeah um, inconsistent. Yeah. Uh, thug. Idiot. Moron. <laughs> um, but if you do like this content, and um, and if you are interested in the interweb and how th- the machinations of how th- the online world works please can you um subscribe and and write a comment on 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 a on a bit of the internet i would suggest that that sentence suggests you don't know how the machinations of the internet work (laughs) 
I am on nodding terms with mm. um, Windows ninety five. Yeah, and um, and I'm still running it now. It's very fast. Um, I put my computer on. Yeah, and then when I get home from work, it's ready to go. And I'd I'd hate. I'd, yeah, what can I say? You, the first thing you do really is quick. You type in w double w. I type, no, actually what I do is I, I leave type in World Wide Web. Yes, World Wide Web dot com. Yeah. dot org dot net. That's funny because I actually call up Sir Tim Berners Lee and just ask him to get me on. Mm. I um, what he, I tend he to doesn't do is like it. I call up Alexander Graham Bell. Do you? And I say to him yes, and I say to him, "Can you patch me through mm. to the internet?" Um, yeah, to the internet. Can yeah. I put? Can you put the internet on the phone? And yeah. uh, funnily enough, Alexander Graham Bell doesn't really respond. He's, That's funny. That's funny because I I um I call up Tesla. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and can I say an incredibly rude individual, mm. and someone who doesn't have the leastest bit of interest in Leeds United. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. You know what's interesting about all that? What is that? Um, I am actually quite forward thinking with technology. Um, yeah, you are actually <laughs> a lot more than I am. And you basically still send out carrier pigeons to send That's your true. groceries to That's a pickup point, in which your horse and cart gets there several <laughs> hours later. That's um, true. No, fair pleasure. But yeah, so Jim basically said um, our relationship's over with him unless we get more people listening. And I said to him, I. <laughs> I didn't know anyone did listen. And then he told me that they did. So he said, tell them to subscribe or something. Now I'm assuming subscription comes with, we have to go around their house or something. I don't know. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what is when, because we, we discussed a little bit, didn't we about, um, we love leads. We love talking about leads. We just happened to record it. Loads. Um, but, um, you know, we were going to do... just got a game on the phone for a second. I mean, where is he? Um, you notice how I'm never in the same room as him. Um, but the, the, we were going to set up a Patreon. Never in the same we? toilet. Cool. We were going to set up a Patreon, weren't we? But you wanted it to be exclusively um, the different levels of, of subscribing that people could make was just different pictures of you naked from the waist down. Well, it's interesting because I watched that Channel 4 programme, didn't I? I forget what it's called, but it's where people show up and then you see their toes naked, their knees naked, and then... Oh, a place in the sun. Jo- yeah and then you see their John Thomas and then yeah. they, they expect you to respect them afterwards and I thought we could do a podcast version of that mm. um, but I thought that if you I thought you had to send all kinds you know bank details <laughs> bitcoin addresses yeah. nude photos yeah yeah, the full um, wallet. I I did. It. I gave some um, yeah, and I get hair clippings. Yeah, I, I thought I thought that's what that was all about. Maybe in the future we will ask people for a cup of coffee. I always think that's an interesting concept. Can do you want to buy me a cup of coffee? People go, yeah, I would like to give you a cup of coffee. I don't need any more coffee. I've got bags of it. I want money. You know what I mean? It's interesting. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, anyway, Lester, I think I, I you know what. I'm feeling maudlin. I'm feeling low. It's late. I'm tired. I felt like the game today was like sapping my soul. Mm. But we got the win. I think there's yeah. a few players that are coming out this period with credit. I think Llorente mm. has, has done his stock no harm. I think Stroik has done his stock no harm. Um, I worry about Shackleton. I think we've got players who we need to get back as soon as possible. Phillips didn't have a good game today by his standards, no, but by his standards, his standards are like Rafinha's, several echelons above the rest of the team. Um, so I, I think, you know, it's one of those things. Rodrigo scored. There'd been a penalty and a goal that most keepers should save, but maybe that elusive momentum might start bringing a few more goals for him. Um, I, th- yeah. I think I think we've got something, we've got something to look forward to now. I was definitely... Definitely not on the bandwagon of that one-all draw. Like, yeah, we're going to go win the season now. Um, I'm a little bit... I see a few more green shoots after today. But I'm still feeling pretty maudlin about it. Leicester, a Leicester victory would turn that around completely. Leicester victory would be... Would be a, a, a season I um, I'm... We're going to talk to Leicester fan TV, so I'm not going to make any predictions now. Um... But there's only one thing to do, and that is to say the hallowed words of I leave there for you. Thanks for listening, everyone. Take care. All the best. Bye-bye.